higher or lower than their own. I recommend masturbation as a libido balancer, as it works in two ways. Those with lower libidos can help rev their sex drive by masturbating. Those with naturally high libidos can self-pleasure to satisfy themselves. Without this outlet for their sexual energies, the lover with the higher libido can place undue pressure, knowingly or otherwise, on their partner, even making them feel like a sexual failure. Develop good solo sex skills and you'll never feel sexually deprived again, regardless of your relationship status. Masturbation is also guaranteed sex for singles. Knowing how to self-pleasure well is empowering and it will work in your favour when you find yourself back on the dating scene. When you don't need another person to fulfil you, you'll subconsciously give off an air of independence and confidence that others will be naturally drawn to. The benefits of regular masturbation have been proven, but there's no such thing as a right number of times to indulge. Factors that affect how often we masturbate tend to be the same as those that influence how often we have sex, namely time, opportunity, libido, and our own personal feelings towards masturbation and our own bodies. Pledge to satisfy your solo sex urges whenever they arise, even if it means nipping into the office toilet. Some people worry that their masturbation habits might not be normal. They think that the subject matter of their fantasies or the props they use would be perceived to be weird or deviant by others. But just as there's no correct number of times to self-pleasure, there's no set-in-stone etiquette to follow in fantasies either. Some women fantasise about everything, from rape scenarios to sex with animals. Having these fantasies does not mean they actually want to be raped or to dabble in bestiality in real life. In rape fantasies, the woman is completely in control, but the fantasy allows her to relinquish the guilt of wanting sex because she's being forced into it. The thrill of fantasising about having sex with animals is more often about breaking a huge taboo and feeling as kinky as possible. The same can be said of people fantasising about sex with their partner's siblings or best friends. Breaking the rules, even in fantasy, can trigger sexual adrenaline. Here's an exercise for women to try. Let's call it getting to know you. I'd like you to be able to see your reflection. It can help you identify the hot spots of your body that you can't normally see, and seeing yourself aroused provides an additional turn-on during masturbation. Have a good long look at your genitals in a mirror, thoroughly exploring your intimate components. You may think you're past all that, but it really is quite fascinating. We'll start with what you can see. The vulva is the term for the external genitalia. It begins at the top with your pubic mound, Mons Veneris, which translates as Mountain of Venus, a fatty pad of flesh which protects your pubic bones from crashing into each other during sex. Now, I want you to stroke your fingertips across the contours of your genitals, parting your outer vaginal lips to fully reveal your inner lips. These meet just below and above the clitoris. The clitoris, in blueprint, is much like the penis, only smaller. Notice how it has a hood. This is the female equivalent of a foreskin. And just as the penis has a shaft, so does the clitoris. The head of the clitoris is the part you can see when the hood is retracted. The shaft continues up from the head towards the hair-covered pubic mound. It's attached to the pubic bone 
but you can pinch it between your fingers and feel it move slightly. It then forks down into two roots that run beneath the labia. These roots may be sensitive to stimulation through the walls of the vagina and anus, and through the vulva. The arched cavity you see when parting your inner lips is called the vestibule. It houses the openings to your urethra and vagina. The urethral opening is sensitive in some women. Stroke yours and see how it responds. The perineum is the patch of skin between the vagina and anus, and some women find stimulating this spot incredibly arousing. Massage it to see how it feels for you. The vagina is the internal canal that leads to the cervix. The vaginal opening has one of the highest concentrations of nerve endings in the vagina. Try circling a finger around the entrance and then inserting several fingers at once to gently stretch.